right now is all we got. You know what I'm talking about? The greatest opportunity in the world is found in today. You understand that? We don't even know what yesterday got for us. You know what I'm talking about? Because it's already gone. Tomorrow, too far away. What about right now? What about right now? Huh? Huh? Would you give it all up for me right now? I got you. Huh? Let's go then. has got to be the all-time great not only a linebacker but when it comes to pregame speech and motivating a team like, oh yeah he just make you want to <laughs> run through a wall I'm oh running. yeah i'm running real yeah. deal i'm running through that wall for that man you make you want to shoot somebody for him <laughs> <laughs> he ain't lying though Terrible man, that's terrible. I'm just saying. Oh man, shout out, <clears throat> shout out to Ray Lewis, man. Literally, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> welcome one, welcome all, welcome near, welcome far, welcome to the world greatest sports podcast. Burr. Somebody said podcast episode one thirty five. Mm-hmm. The man to my right is Pump. Yes, sir. Man to my left is Breeze. Yeah, fellas, how you doing this week? Oh. Great week, I think. Uh, I think. Yeah. Oh man, actually, yeah. Yeah, you had a great last week. Yeah, man. Saturday was good. Stre- a little stressful, but it was good. Okay. Sunday was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice. Helped teach my niece some physics. Nice. So yeah, man. Overall, good weekend. Can't complain. Very nice. Get some cutty. That went real personal, <laughs> real quick. It did. Said. That, that, that's that, real person in a public space. It is, but that, I ain't gonna lie. That a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Got some cutty last that, night. Hey, that's how you cap a good weekend. Breeze, I know you had a great weekend. I did. I did. I, I went to Miami and I wasn't embarrassed. That is always <laughs> nice. I saw you at the um I think it was uh Cam that posted a tailgating video. Mm-hmm. I saw you in the background dancing. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, cutting up. You know lit. me. Huh? It was lit. Cutting up. Oh yeah. Getting it in. Mm-hmm. Had a blast. We actually did, like, we did our own, like, full-on tailgate, two nice. tents, grilled. That's we nice. did the whole shebang, man. It was actually a really good time. And then and I wasn't embarrassed. Yeah, man. Until Sunday, but we'll get to it. Yeah, that's different. <laughs> All right. Welcome to the Somebody Said Podcast, as I said. Uh, we are sponsored by the Red Lady Rum Punch, the official beverage of the Somebody Said Podcast. And we are also sponsored by Window to Wall Solution, where they build a dream home for a reality price. Good week. Yes, sir. Thumbs are up. It's always a great, great news when you have good good business going on. Yeah, 100%. We also have a new sponsor. Shout them out. Uh, We are also sponsored by Ms. Peanut. Ms. Peanut. St. Pete's own. Gourmet peanuts, which are fantastic, by the way. They're super good. Yeah. Grab some yeah, nuts. Really good. Uh, you can get suck reg- on them. <laughs> you can get children in here. <laughs> Regular rice bowls, uh, gourmet bowls, which have shrimp, uh, potatoes, sausage, broccoli. Really good. Or just regular boiled peanuts, man. So shout out my dog Reno over here on 34th Street, right across from Amscott. So if you want to slide up and get you some gourmet peanuts, they're they're here for you, man. They're, and super solid. It's man, worth it. Them rice bowls be hitting, man. And hitting. I don't know what kind of sauce he put on them, but hey. 
And then they put them in stores. Yeah. So I was going crazy. I was at the park getting a run in, and he was he was at the park with him. I almost stopped mid run. Yeah. So so he's also <laughs> been he's also been doing uh at the uh, little league football. He actually has partnered with uh, some St. Pete Little League football. So yeah, yeah, man, he's out. Out there. yeah man. So support local business. Shout out to Reno, man. And they only what ten bucks? Ten bucks a bowl, man. Yeah, you can't beat that. It'll, nope. it'll fill you right up. <laughs> well, just keep moving. Don't don't even don't follow, even follow us on the socials. Uh, follow us on Instagram at somebody said podcast. Follow us on Twitter at somebody said pod. Subscribe to the YouTube channel at somebody says sports. Uh, hit the like, share, and subscribe. We got some good content up there. Also, check out our website at sspsports.com. Um, I'm thinking about writing an article. Breeze, don't say it. It's happening. Okay. I'm going to write about the Knowles. Okay. This week. Okay. Check out the website. You could you could create a profile. You could write an article if you're passionate about a sports team. You know, check out the website. You could also listen to the show on the website. I've been dilly-dallying, and I actually do have a couple articles in the tuck that I need to get off. I know you just, got something Yeah. Off. I need to stop overthinking them. And like, them it's fly. okay to do like a short article. Yeah. It ain't got to be like a super long article. Is that called some, Is it called a stanza? Or is it called a form if it's not like a, a long article or it's just an article? Oh, I don't know. Yes, when I think of a stanza, Isn't I think of a like a part of a song or yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. But the form you might like a or like a column. Yeah, a column. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I I need to I it's okay to write shorter. You got you, I talk a lot. You guys know that. Yeah, just so. let let it let it fly. Yeah. All right, so let's jump right into Asha's gripe of the week. I don't do the most, but I do a lot. I'ma make a toast, cause we still alive. No big, I feel like Pac. I shoot a shot. I'm coming in hot. Hey y'all, it's your girl Asha coming in for another gripe of the week. Bye guys. What up, what up, what up? What up? So to this week's gripe is not really like um like me ranting or anything. Before I start, I wanna go see Bascot Ellie. Like I need to go to Bascot's game to see Ellie. Like I don't know Ellie. Where I'm going. She's the mascot for the Brooklyn the WNBA team. Brooklyn, um The basketball team? Yeah. The Nets? No, the WNBA. Oh, Liberty? the WM. Oh, the WNBA. Team. Wait, she's the yeah. mascot. Her name is Ellie. Yes, yeah, she's an elephant. Ah, okay. Why is their mascot an elephant? What's I the? Have no idea. Never mind. Continue. But anyway, so I have a question for you all. So, as you all know, in 2028, they're saying the they're saying that they're going to be bringing in fast football into the Olympics, and one of the things they're open to is having at the Playing NFL players play into uh, the flag football league. And I just wanted to see like what you all thought about it because it's been jokes on TikTok about just imagine you in Croatia and you're a financial guy. You have to guard three kills. Like, come on, man. Come on. <laughs> uh, come on. I mean, I mean, <laughs> come on, man. It's not fair. <laughs> I don't think it's fair. Whoa, 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 whoa. It is 100% fair. 
Hundred percent fair. Imagine Tariq Hill, Justin Jefferson. What? So Tariq Hill said that this would be his team. Yep. He would have Pat Mahomes. Yep. He would have Tua as their the quarterbacks. Justin mm-hmm. Jefferson, mm-hmm. uh, Jalen Ramsey, mm-hmm. and who was the other? And uh, Travis Kelsey. That mm-hmm. that's an unfair advantage. How? How's that unfair? I gotta go back <laughs> home to my family. They. I'm an accountant. Why? So why are you out here? Those other, I got to represent my country. They got five years. They better find somebody with some short air equipment. There's not. They better find some dudes who can run a shuttle. Wait, you a got minute. five years to start getting your life together. The, people get paid to tackle Tariq Hill and can't do it, bro. Here, here's my, here's my thing, right? All these other countries in the Olympics, like when it comes to soccer, the entire Brazilian soccer team are professional soccer players, best in the world. They play in the best leagues, the biggest clubs. Nobody says it's unfair when these Americans getting drugged through the mud because we play MLS and it's like double A ball. Who says that's unfair? It's not the same. Hey, thing. run it up. <laughs> I want to see Tyree running number go routes. Mm-hmm. I want to see Jettas doing the gritty mm-hmm. all over all overseas <laughs> in Europe. I'm gonna, I hope somebody clip it. You know how they clip and they have them like they cut them out and have them like gritty and like in random places. So it's, yeah. I don't know where it's gonna be that year. I need him greeting across the country. I'm I'm actually all the way cool with that. Bro, I'm so with it. Run yeah. it up. That's, that's a really good point. Again, soccer is not as big here as it is in other places across the world. So, yeah, but you it's, run it's, out the it's U.S. It's more universal, team. though. Yeah, it's not big in US, in the U.S., but it's big in other places. Mm-hmm. So? Then, then yeah. they <clears throat> that, that's like the what's that one clip of like it was like the women's one hundred or two hundred and they had like the homegirl from like Iraq Bro, or something. It's that like, was bad. That's what it's gonna be like. That's fine. <laughs> Which I'm cool. At, at, that's at, at that point. Do you care that the dream team? Would you say the same thing about the dream team in ninety two? Because they dominated Girl. the world. They beat everybody but, by 50 points. But bas- it's more of a world sport. Though. In 92, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Not, at, yeah, not in 1992. Not time. So do you, do you, can you imagine the game of flag football evolving to where basketball has now? 100%. Maybe if they, Stop. Bl- maybe if they blow everybody out, those other countries will get their act together. Run it up. Yeah. But then again, you might get some people. You'll get some some folks in other places where they have athletes. I mean, Australia America's not the right only there. place where athletes exist. Stop yeah. it. Oh yeah, Australia plays rugby, so they have a a different version of football. So they have athletes everywhere. They don't know how to run a, a post corner hey, and listen. get open. Like hey. stop it! Like, come on, hey, that, hey, them corners better learn how to turn them hips. In, in, all, in, all, in, all, in all honesty, you might see Team Canada give the U.S. a run for their money. Stop. You never know, bro. You never know. There's They're, Canadians that play football. Hey man, Jalen Ramsey's clamping everything overseas. One of my hey, until somebody take him up top. Hmm. One of my favorite sayings. What is it? It is um, talent is equally distributed. Opportunity is not. Well, not even to get the opportunity. I think. I think <laughs> this is my final thought on it. I think on the women's side, it'll be a lot more competitive. The men's side, already, what? Already, Have you seen some of these women in the U.S.? Yeah, but man. I know I know we have a friend. Her name is Tandra. She plays professionally and she goes overseas. And Wait, what? She's they've lost games overseas. Wait, there's like an international women's yes. flag football. Uh, league? She she agreed to come on the show, but I, I don't know when to mesh it into the show. So but That's crazy. She, I didn't know that. She plays pro- professionally and she said they've gone overseas and lost. So it's not like it's not a thing. So I think it's more competitive in the women uh realm. Line it up. <laughs> Line it up, Ash. What are your thoughts? 
No, I was just really wondering because, like, so one of the concerns is if they're active NFL players that's actually playing, the concerns are for injuries, of course. Um, do I really believe that they're going to use active NFL players to play? I don't believe they will because of the simple fact of injuries. Like, I don't think Tariq Hill would actually, you know, go play on the Olympic team to get an injury if he's getting paid you know, to, to, however much he gets played in NFL, NFL to risk the in, injury to not be able to play. Um, I do think it's good for people who are, like, free agents who might be looking to get out of, like, um, what's his name? Um, Isaac Coop, I think you guys say that? He plays for the Raiders. And he's, like, been going from team to team. They're trying to find a team to go with. Like, I think he would that would be good, something good for him to give, give him some more money in his pocket. He's not washed up. He just, sorry. Well, you know, they don't, <laughs> you know, you don't get paid for participating in the Olympics. It's free. It's supposed to be like, no, I think she means like just putting, like showcasing. Oh, getting, getting some shine. Not yeah. getting tackled though. So yeah. how much are you, how no, much are you showcasing? If they win. Uh, how long is that going to last? Till the next Olympics? They don't get nothing. Uh, maybe they get a little something. Do they? Ain't much. Who's paying them? America? America. Oh, okay. No, I, I think yeah, I think it's prize money. I think I think I think pros will, will play again. That their biggest concerns are non will be non contact injuries, which can happen anywhere, right? So if MLB right. players play in baseball, obviously you have a whole bunch of NBA guys. Some of them are scrubs nowadays playing international ball or world ball, whatever. They're not worrying mm-hmm. about going up for a dunk and you come down wrong on your ankle. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, you can you can get the pros that play. It'd be cool if they sent like like a college all star team to do it. Imagine like uh, Travis Hunter and Keon Coleman. Now that would be Caleb nice. Williams. Like, that wouldn't even be fair either. Come on, <laughs> so not not all right, bro. Like y- y'all don't understand what do you, how what do you want to send the, the, the little devils over there, right? That send, still send, wouldn't be fair. No, send <laughs> av- like send up. average Joes. Average Joes to the Olympics. There's, there's this is a competition. World class Listen, listen. There's league flag football leagues around, and there's good players in those leagues. You don't have to send the NFL. Why like, are we not sending? Why would you not send the best you've got? Are you not saying that for the two by one or the, the like, four by four? That's like sending in the Hulk to fight Ant Man. If that's it's like you sending got. Usain Bolt to run in the hundred meters, mm. like what are we doing? Mm. Right, you send the best right. you got. Right. No, it's not. Right. not he not was ready. so much better than everybody else. How and that's dare why you send him. Usain out there? Right. How dare you, Jamaica? Excuse me. <laughs> Take him in. Seon's cousin. Like, what are we doing, bro? <laughs> right, right. Man, uh, I, I send Dole out there. <laughs> send right. Dole to run the. He leaving with some. He leaving uh, with some. So apparently, everybody is with Ash or against me. Yes, as 100%. far as sending the NFL. Players I mean, we're not really against you. We just trying. We, we're trying to get you to make it make sense. You talking about not to send the best when y'all send you saying for years, like y'all just send him up to. He's dialing in. Looking back at a few behind him, like I'm not saying on. not to send the best. You can still send the best of the rest, this man. Like, they don't here, Jamaican bro. bobsled team out there. <laughs> we do it, man. <laughs> All right. Come Any, on, anything man. else, Asha? No, that's all, that's that's all I have for tonight. Yeah, that's that was just it was like I said, it was just interesting because like like this band on TikTok said like correction on how the finances the demand for finance. I can't try to guys to reach. 
Hey man, you I better, mean, you better bail if that's the best you got. You got ice the mangoes before you go back to work. <laughs> you got you got what a couple months? Hey, he's got five okay, years. He's got Figure five it out. Years. Yeah, yeah I didn't know that the um that the Olympics were coming at Los Angeles. Did not know that. Learn something. Did they today. win the bid or they didn't, Wait, they, they about to yeah, get dusted up in South Central? That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> they, they did it once. We'll do it again. You getting cooked in Compton? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tragic. Hey man, Tyree going long in Long Beach. <laughs> <laughs> it's the massacre in Santa Monica. All right, all right. Get, get this well, here we go. Get them out of here. <laughs> it's vicious in Venice. <laughs> Thank you, Ash. Um, I am four and three in my fantasy. Oh my I feel like. Like I just told Sam, like Omar left me out on purpose. Wow! First of all, I am balling. So he should replace you, they, uh, your brother with you. Oh yeah, we yeah we replacing your brother with you. Don't worry. Right, Reggie ain't tried to adjust this lineup all season. As for his login, maybe you can make his record respectable. <laughs> yeah, I ain't talking about my brother. He getting he about to get relegated. Don't worry, your invite is in the mail. Nah, don't say nothing yet. I need a dub. Hey, tell him tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. Yes, I'm four and three. So I see y'all at the top. Chuck. Go Bucks. Right, go yeah. FSU. Go Nose. Go Nose. If, if y'all, undefe- if your team is undefeated, don't yeah. talk to me. I keep telling y'all. Yeah. keep telling y'all, don't talk to me. Yeah, yeah I'm see you. Don't talk to me. Yeah. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. Thanks, I want to that job. To have me working. Like the full, the next, last full five Saturday, so I can watch my boys play. That's from never mind. I can't cut, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Some bull job. These these patients about to be nursing themselves, but anyway, crazy. <laughs> we'll, we'll cut that out. I'm <laughs> just <not>. in case. <laughs> oh, I said I'm not. I'm not. All right. All right. Peace that's cool. the end of the night. Y'all have a good day. Deuce. See Peace. you next week. Peace. I, I still stand by what I said. Man, get out of here. But whatever. Yeah. Line it up. Line it up. They'll never win a game. Line it up. That's don't fine no, with me. Don't nobody say that when Georgia is playing middle Kentucky Central State Community College and they plastered in by 80. Same thing, bro. Line it up. There's a professional flag football league. Let them do it. No. But whatever. No. No. I want to see Chase mossing people. Watch it on Sundays. Nah. No, I want him against inferior people. <laughs> wow. I want him to be casual. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I want that mercy rule. Oh, yeah. I'm talking, bro, run yeah. it up. Straight. Oh, we're going to see that when Shamanad come in a couple weeks. Later. I'm going to see that. <laughs> I am going to see that. Wow. thought about that today. Yeah. Yeah, they was practicing when I was going for a run today, when I was running at the Vista, and Ooh. I thought about it. They just don't know. <laughs> the boys going to get hurt. All right, let's take a quick break. We're going to jump into some Chai's mailbag, which will roll us right into NFL and college. The Red Lady Rum Punch is Tampa Bay's Rum Punch, a premium blend of rum with island fruit juice and natural flavor. Perfect for any occasion, including just sipping on the beach. To find it near you, visit theredladyrumpunch.com. Shake well, and please drink responsibly.
rewind is in order for somebody. This <laughs> song, man. Ladies and gentlemen. This <laughs> song, man. Victory Monday. Would you, would you drink would you another one? <clears throat> Today I have a Cooper and Thief. Um, this was in honor of my mother. Maiden name is Cooper, Cooper, and the Bears definitely stole one. So Cooper and Thief red wine for today. Shout, shout out to Cooper and Thief. That is well thought out for. Let him pour it. There it is. <laughs> the so extra Chicago Bears <laughs> smack the Raiders thirty to twelve. With the backup quarterback, mm-hmm. the old Tyson, Tyson Bajent, Bajent, mm-hmm. went twenty-one of twenty-nine, one hundred and sixty-two yards in a tutty. Mm-hmm. And Dante Foreman went nuts yesterday. Yes, he did. Had two touchdowns. <laughs> I didn't see this one coming. Uh, Neither pump. did I. <laughs> <laughs> pump, break the game down for I us. I must it's, be blind too, Granddad. <laughs> <laughs> the floor is yours. Uh, I mean, the the Raiders aren't good. The Bears have beaten bad teams, except for Washington. I think they're they're mid, but for most part, they beat bad teams. Um, I, I really don't know what to say about this game. We also beat a another backup quarterback in uh with Brian Hoyer. Another undrafted guy. So I didn't know he was still around. Yeah, he's he's still here. Apparently, uh, McDaniel's thinks that he's Jimmy G. It's something about those Michigan State quarterbacks. That's just they just stick around for for whatever reason. I mean, MVPs at the bank. <laughs> uh, MVPs at the bank. Yeah. Chai did have a question for you. No, uh, we there's no quarterback controversy. <laughs> there is. There's not. There's no quarterback controversy at all. It's, it's not that you. He he does look better in the system. I might um, say. I'll say what what we watched was a guy who has absolutely zero tape. I, I don't I don't care who you are. Sometimes you have that guy that comes in. There's no tape on him. They don't know how to study him, and he gets the ball out quick. One thing he does is get the ball out quick, which Justin Fields typically lacks. He's trying to make a play either downfield or with his legs, and by the time he's trying to make a play with his legs. He's been holding the ball for five seconds in the pocket. Tyson Bajan was saying, uh, nope, 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 check down. He checked down a lot in that game. See, I think the other thing people forget sometimes, too, is the offensive coordinator calls a very different game when you got a guy who has not been playing. Yeah. So they will do a lot of stuff to protect him, and I'm going to mention this later for another game we'll talk about. So that also plays a factor too. Like, 100%. they didn't ask him to do the same stuff they asked Justin to do. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't going, you know, overboard. And and what I would say, why or the reason, even more, why I say there's no quarterback controversy is he played against a team that's not good and threw for 160 yards. When Justin Fields played two teams that aren't good, he threw for 800 yards and eight touchdowns. Yeah, there's a difference. Yeah, there's there's no there's no controversy there. What about Caleb? Uh, he he said and Caleb. Um, Ooh, spicy. So again, that's that's the only thing I can see. I think I mentioned that last week. I can see where the Bears are now saying, hey, you know what? Uh, Tyson Bajan looks good. He clearly is a number two backup quarterback. Let's keep him. And let's keep him in here because we probably aren't going to win more games with him. So we can now justify ourselves sitting Justin and maybe getting Caleb. I can see that scenario. Okay. Yeah. I'm, again, I'm, I don't think that... Justin might not be. It's 50-50 if he's 
the starting quarterback for the Bears next year. So controversy. Yeah. yeah. And I will say, uh sometimes a starting quarterback could learn from a backup that has nothing to lose. Say, hey, maybe I should just check it down every now and then. Maybe you know, maybe he, he could step back and see the game differently. Yeah. It doesn't mean he won't start. True indeed. All right. Uh would you like to play your, your victory wine music one last time? One time for Tyson Bates. Come on, man. So funny, that bro. Just, that just sound like some old country church with the windows open, the door is open. Oh, How did you AC? find this? It's a it's a really random story from a friend of ours from freshman year of college. Okay. That she's from Gainesville, Florida, and she would just go around the dorm singing "Drinking of the Wine," bro. That's crazy. and I had never heard like to this day. Katie had and Katie grew up in church. She'd never really heard that. She thought it was a fake song until I found that clip. That's twenty so something years later. She never knew that was a real song. Is it a communion song? I, I guess. Oh. I, you can ask the person that doesn't go to church either. So that's <laughs> I, crazy. Bro. I know it's slide though. All right. Moving on. Breeze, our Tampa Bay Buccaneers yeah. let one let another one slip at home against the Atlanta Falcons, uh, which puts the Atlanta Falcons in first place in the South. We lost thirteen to sixteen. The Bucks are now 0-3 at home. Apparently, we just need to play on the road and just screw the home crowd. Uh, hey, yo. We had a chance to uh, take it in <laughs> overtime, and Ryan Neal just decided just to pull a, a, a Chris Conti on us. Oh, and Conte. he got caught out of position. Kyle Pitts got him into uh, the – into range for Ku, who who doesn't miss miss a lot of fifty yarders. Young Ho Ku, Young Ho, <laughs> he he knocked it down the middle and Money. gave us the L. What did you take from this game, man? I feel like I, I the defense did his job. Yeah, you held them to a sixteen points, which you know end of game situations, like you said, Ryan Neal gaff. There at the end of the game, you held them to a 13 points. In any level of football, that is a good day. Mm-hmm. And stop me if I've said this before, this is the Baker Mayfield experience. 27 for 42 is nasty business. Why is he throwing it 42 times? Well, that's because in Child's question alludes to this. I know you want to ask it or you want me to just dive into this. Yes, in. why can't we run the ball? The offensive line is stinky. Is it, start there. Is it, though, because Baker is the fewest sack quarterback in the league? So Baker has done a really good job of evading pressure. But but an, the strength of an offensive line, in my opinion, is not in pass blocking. It's in run blocking. Run blocking is much harder than pass blocking. Much, much harder. And it requires a lot more cohesion. And it requires a lot more skill you have to from your own linemen. Yeah. I mean, you got to be able to pull. Your hat placement has to be in the right place. How you fire off the ball with hands and feet. Like it, it's a big deal, and it's much harder to run block than it is to pass block, and we cannot run the ball. And our and our running backs ain't that great either. Like they they were cool just riding out with Shard White, and I didn't know why because he was a, a a third down back guy to me. He's not a, he's not an every down back. So yeah. I don't know why they thought that was going to be okay. I I got to eat crow on that because I actually thought he was going to have a big time year, 
But I think he's trying to be too much of a Le'Veon Bell type of back. When you're right, he's 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 a catch out the backfield guy. You know, maybe he'll hit a run here and there, but he's not an every down back. Um, and I think we need to look to the draft to kind of replace him, not replace him or get him get rid of him, but make him what he is, and that's a third down back. I need more from Chris Godwin. I thought that this wide receiver core, Mike Mike did his thing. He had six for 82, but Chris Godwin seemingly hasn't showed up this season. And I don't know what that's all about. It could be the chemistry with Baker, but at the same time, you know, if you want to be the replacement for Mike Evans or the guy, you're going to have to have those games where you get 100 yards. And I haven't seen that from him yet. I don't think he can be the guy. And if, we're, if we think he's going to be, I think we're all going to be very disappointed. I, I think he is a extremely good wide receiver two. I don't see wide receiver one. I've mm. never seen it from him. And think about when he's excelled the most. A lot of quick pass stuff. Yeah. Middle of the field stuff. He's never going to be the guy stretching the field. He's a big slot guy. Yeah, he's he's a really, he's like a big, like a big slot. Yeah, that's a yeah. great way to put it. So, yeah, and and but running that stuff is harder to get the timing and the and the chemistry together. Right. And, you know, I don't think that's Baker Mayfield's skill set. We're not asking Bake to do a lot of that. I don't know why we've gone away from the quick pass game. I know it's a completely different offensive coordinator, but that's where Chris Godwin excels. Give him the ball quick, let him make the first man miss, and then get some yak. What they're asking him to do, I don't think he does best, and it requires a little more chemistry with the quarterback, and they just don't have it. I still think we should have beat the Falcons, though, with uh, Ritter at quarterback without Bajan Robinson. Baker Mayfield, man. No, Bajan was there. They just didn't play. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He didn't touch the ball. Or I, Yeah, it's big, bro. 27 for 42 is nasty business. Yeah. But he's going to do this. My thing is either you tank or you win. No, you oh. can't do both. <laughs> like, do, pick a side. What have I been saying in the past four months? <laughs> Pump, what have I been saying? You've been saying it. But this again, is literally what they're going to do. They're just going to teeter all season. In mediocrity. If that I was hate the, it. <clears throat> I honestly do believe they had some kind of, of thought or plan that they have enough around that Baker Mayfield can just get them to be competitive. Because, again, I mean, the, 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 the weapons that, that he's throwing to minus Gronk is the same weapons that Tom Brady was, quote, unquote, throwing to, I guess, in mm-hmm. their mind. So yeah. bringing a quarterback who has had some success – I mean, Baker has gotten to the playoffs. He went to the playoffs with the Browns, so he can do it. We've seen him do it in spurts, just not consistently. Correct. So, again, if you're building towards something, what exactly are you building towards? I don't know. Mediocrity. And now, and I, I guess maybe in that case, do the Bucks care about who's in the seats, people who have bought season tickets? Because those numbers went up when Tom was here. Oh well, they were guaranteed to come back down. They'll I, go I get up it. if it's if, if a guy like Caleb or uh, May comes comes 100%. to Tampa. So. so at that point, why didn't your front office maybe plan for that going forward? I can't believe it's taking y'all this long to get on board with this. I, I don't know how I don't know oh, how I, you didn't I see. I was never this. not on board. I just didn't care, <laughs> bro. I've I've been saying this for four months. I'm just saying I want to watch enjoyable football. I don't want to just tank and throw away a season. That's what I've always said. Flush this season down the toilet. Honestly, at this point, you are three and three through your first six. You've shown a complete inability to consistently beat teams with a pulse. Tank it. Go get Drake May 
and bring the rest of this roster back, and now maybe we can do something. Baker Mayfield is not the answer. He was never going to be. You know what I find interesting? Why why are you all of a sudden caring about watching good football? Didn't I tell you this was like this? What do you mean by that? (laughs) I told you this was going to be the Bucks experience. You guys won a Super Bowl 20-something years ago. You get Tom Brady, and all of a sudden, you think this is how it should always be. You've sucked for 20-plus years. Now, hold on. Whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. Hold on, can I? Am, I, I, am, I, am I wrong on that? Pump, are we not a quarterback away? The defense is great. Are we a quarterback away? There's two good receivers. No, I get you, but you went, again, <clears throat> you went out and got Tom Brady, I, right? I so, at you. that point, when Tom leaves, we sat here for an offseason. Who's going to replace him? Are you going to draft that guy? No, that wasn't going to be this draft. My, Are you going to trade for a guy? You're going to get Aaron Rodgers? No. So my question, so, yeah, is this team a quarterback away from being competitive in the NFC? Yes, Play, playoff. Team. So then at that point, it's not that we just fell off a map because Tom. Retired. The pieces were they, still around. The pieces are there. They're just going about it horribly. That's why I want to watch it. good football because there are pieces in play. There's excitable guys. But, to, but, Mike Evans but, well, well, is going to well, make a player. But, but, also, but also, I think that, and, and not, I don't want to, you know, I'm not, yeah. I'm not trying to yeah, beat yeah, up on yeah. the bus or, or go to something, but we also watched this team last year and we saw how weak that line was getting over the past three years, yeah. right? So, you know, Tom, it's not like it was, the, the books looked great last year. So the writings were somewhat on the well, wall. To be fair, Ryan Jensen was supposed to come back, and that's all, that's an All Pro center. Yeah, that makes right. a big yeah, that's, deal. That's a huge difference. So he was supposed to be here this year, so that would have made a difference. But it's literally it's literally a quarterback away, and they were like, "Eh, we're cool with Baker Mayfield, bro." <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, we we got the Bills next week. Hopefully, we do something against <laughs> the Bills guys. on on a short week too. It's on Thursday. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Amen. Speaking of good quarterbacks, though, or, or quarterbacks in general, uh, Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens <laughs> put it on the Lions, who most people thought were one of the best teams in the league. Uh, they beat them 38-6. to six. Yeah. What did that performance say about the two teams? Uh, I'm, I was actually curious to what you guys were saying because just a week ago we were railing on these, on these wide receivers for dropping some passes. I mean, they still trash. <laughs> I mean that, that didn't change. <laughs> they have they haven't been trash all season. Though. Mark Andrews scored they were twice. trash that one game. They were trash one game. That's why I asked: is that the is that the outlier or is that what they are? And clearly, I think that that showed that you know what that might be the outlier. I don't know what that means for the Ravens uh, long term. I think that I think that you know Baltimore has shown that they are a very competent and competitive team, but when they play better. Talented, better talented teams, more talented teams. Yeah, then they lose. So I don't know what that means come playoff time for Baltimore, but I think it shows that you know what, Lamar can still do what he does, and he does have guys who can catch the ball and score. To me, it shows that this offense can be balanced. We've never seen a a balanced Ravens offense since Lamar's been there, and if they're going to continue to be balanced like that, then I think they're a very dangerous team. And conversely. With the Lions, outside of outside of Amon uh, Amon Ross St. Brown, mm-hmm. there are no other real receiving threats. Um, you know, and, and Jared Goff has played really, really well for this team past two seasons. But you know, some not, some days that passing game is not going to be there, and they didn't really have a run game to lean on. David Montgomery was out, 
So I don't want to overact for the Lions. I think this offense is still going to continue to be really good, but it seems like this maybe just out of sorts on offense. Okay. Yeah, I'm with everything you said. Um, shout out, get Jameer Gibbs some more touches. You saw what he could do, um, and the offense is still going to be that offense. Jerry Goff threw it 53 times. Uh, they got to get more balance. And that defense is actually pretty good. They were number one against the run coming into this game. And Baltimore said, we're, we're going to just run it still. And they did whatever they want on the on the, on the the ground. But I think it was just a, a hiccup for them. They're still a, a playoff team and one of the top teams in the league, in my opinion. Any other thoughts on that game or that? All right. After averaging 41 points in three consecutive games, the Bills lost to the Jaguars, edged out the Giants, and lost to the previous one-win Patriots on Sunday. Is there a reason for concern in Buffalo? I hear the, I hear the evil laugh from Breeze. White Jesus, where you at? Why is this man on Madden, first of all, on the cover of Madden? He's white Jesus. Bro, he's they, not that guy. Where's, bro, <laughs> listen, and and I, and it seems like I'm a I'm not a Josh Allen hater. I feel like I need to. It's not, it it feels like it. I'm not a Josh Allen hater. It, you know what it is? It's it's uh, it's the LeBron effect. It's not hate when it's true. Well, no, 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 no. I think Josh Allen's a phenomenal talent. I think he's really good. Would you take Josh Allen right now? Hundred percent. Over Baker? Yes. Yes. We would I be mean, what are we talking we would about? Be Super Bowl contenders. But he's not what they're making him out to be. That's the problem. That's what I say. It's the LeBron effect. I never dislike LeBron. I hated what everybody else tried to force him to be before the comparable. time was there. That's not comparable. No, I mean, the comparable is that when he came into the league, they were calling this man arguably the greatest. I'm like, he's done nothing. Man, Why are we really? crowning him so early? Did they crown him that early? Bro, you remember nah. like, oh, bro. I'm not really. I'm, 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 I will, and I don't want to go on a rant. He crowned it himself. Bro. He wrote the chosen one on his back and all of that. Bro, his I, senior year, I saw more LeBron on SportsCenter than Kobe no, no, Bryant, no, 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 no. and Kobe was bald. Oh, no, not, not LeBron. I'm talking about um, Josh. So Josh Allen, to me, same thing. I think they're trying to force him to be the face of the league and to be this phenomenal talent. He's on the cover of Madden. And I'm like... Why? He's a he's a really, really, really good quarterback. Yeah. He's not the best quarterback in the league. And that's okay. They keep you know, I cannot tell you how many arguments I've had talking about this man's stats, calling out his faults. He's literally not won anything at all. In college, he never won anything of value. In the league, he hasn't won anything of value. And they talk about this man like he's a top two quarterback in the league. And he's not. Like, and he hasn't been. It's like every time he gets into a duel with Pat Mahomes, oh, he's he's the second coming. He's oh the next gosh. greatest thing. And then you lose to Mac Jones. So that's my frustration with Josh Allen. That's why I do the laugh. It's more so for the people who have tried to, to, to put this man on this pedestal as right up there with the Pat Mahomes and the Aaron Rodgers. And I'm like, he's not. So to me, hopefully they're – this is making those people calm down. Interesting. Even though, again, he's a phenomenal talent. He really is. He's just not top five. I don't think so. You don't agree? I mean, I take him. <laughs> no, 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 that wasn't the question. Is he top five? Uh, yeah. Is he top yeah. five right now? Yes. Pat. Lamar. Tua. Lamar. Joey. Dumping Joey? Not, not this season. Really? Man, you on. on Joey? No, uh, currently, right now. 
I mean, yeah, in the league, like Joe. even though, yeah, it's a slow start to the season, but I He's think Joey's a better. You don't think Joey B is a better quarterback than Josh Allen? Um, I'll take him. I think he takes care of the ball more. I'll take Jalen. You take Hurts. him over Josh Allen? Um, yeah, but I can go either so way. So that's the question. I can go either way though. Right. Like, again, like like we're talking about, it, it, we're, that's, we're, yeah. we're, yeah, we're going down that. I, I think that. I think that Josh Allen is, if he's not top five, he's top seven. Sure. Okay. I, I mean, I'm, that, cool I'm fine with, with that. Seven out of 32 is really good. No, I, I <laughs> so, said, he's not I the said, best, though. He's not number two. Uh, again, but and that's my art. That's my problem. Maybe, maybe I'm, maybe I'm, I'm, I don't, I'm not on Twitter, so maybe I don't hear enough people just crowning no, the man. But that you don't much, see like preseason like quarterback ranking lists come out, and he's always top three every time. Lamar was like 10th on one that came out of ESPN. I'm like, bro, what? Josh Allen is always at the top, top three, at worst top five. You know, you know what? I feel, I feel like I feel like if you guys were forced to, it was like one of those high school projects where like you're given, you have to do a, a topic on one of the presidents and you get Trump, right? If okay. you have to write a report on why he is good or what he, I think you could do it. Oh, 100%. I think he's good. I, He's got the good. He's, he's just got not great top three. measurables. He's a strong arm. Moxie. Bro, he's just, like you said, he's top seven out of 32, and that's fantastic. I think you might be able to make an argument for him to be top five. But again, that's not that's not why we're yeah, here. I, mean, I, find, I find it funny that Bill Belichick has one of these games against the Bills. Didn't he do it last year where, like, <laughs> they beat him with the wind or the, the weather was just dumb crazy? Yep. And they still sucked. And Mac Jones, Mac Jones, what, two and something against Josh Allen now? Yes. It's fantastic. <laughs> I he, find that hilarious. Mind control over Debo. <laughs> Wasn't this that crazy? He was he missed five passes out of thirty. <laughs> oh, Mac. Yeah, dealing. That's your guy. Ah, that big. is your guy. That is my guy. Big Mac. <laughs> get out of here. Awkward suit guy. Breeze, are you worried about your fence before we get up out of here? No, no. They're still. Elite. Bro, they were missing like half their starters. Like this, they they were missing like two starters on the offensive line, starting, uh, oh, not starting running back. Um, multiple starters on the defense are out. This team is incomplete still. Wasn't that game tied late in the third quarter? And it was still a really close game. They were, and I can I can find the tweet. My my man, uh, shout out to my homie, um, Chaz, Mike, uh, huge Dolphins fan. He put this. He said it like how many players are out. Let me see if I give me like two seconds if I can find it because he tweeted it today. And I'm like, I love how everybody's missing, like, just ignoring the the context of how many injuries that the Dolphins are trying to play through right now. I think if somebody woke up on um, Monday morning and watched the or just saw the score, mm-hmm. it looked like they just got thrashed. Yeah, if Jalen Ramsey's guarding AJ Braun, he doesn't go off for 137. Oh, man. Sure. Or is Xavier Howard didn't play? I, well, people also forget that the Eagles are also good. It's, it's not and like the Eagles are really it's good. not like they lost to some scrub team, no. and that defense is really good. But again, you're you're late in the third, or at least mid third, and it's seventeen seventeen. Okay, Dolphins didn't have their starting left tackle, their starting left guard, their center, cornerback one, cornerback two, and Devon Achan. So we're talking about an incomplete team because those are really critical injuries. Mm-hmm. So yeah, call me back when they're healthy and they're still losing to the team that just went to the Super Bowl. And they lost by what? A couple of scores? Yeah. Yeah, get out of here. I'm good. Right. My, my my fins are good. <laughs> my fins. Wow. Hello, oh, Dade County Breeze now. You feel me? You got so many nicknames. Two Bite Breeze, Dade County Breeze. Hey, man. 
Bay, Bayside Breeze. Pac-12 Breeze. Oh, hey, don't forget Pac-12 Breeze. We'll get there. Right, don't we'll you forget there. it. All we'll right. get there. Well, let's take a quick break, and we'll actually jump into some Pac-12 action, Mr. Breeze. Mm. Yeah, Bulldogs. Yeah, oh, wow. Not so fast, Midget. Not so fast. Another week in the books. Close it. Back at it. <laughs> <laughs> let's start out with the, uh, it's, it's not the granddaddy of them all, but it's similar, I, I would say, in the Big Ten. Uh, Penn State against Ohio State. Snooze fest. Where do we want to start? Do we want to talk about this this Penn State offense and how awful they look? I feel like we should talk about the winning team first. That's fine. All right, let's, let's talk. Let's talk about Ohio State. Are they no? Are they number three worthy in the country? No. Because what I saw was Marvin Harrison Jr. and nobody else on offense. That man defense is, played well. Defense balled. But Marvin or uh, Maserati Marv. Wait, what is that? What they call him? That's what. That's what. Uh, what, what Gus? Gus was calling Damn. him Maserati Mom. <laughs> I must have missed that. You were in Miami. No, no, I was. I watched oh, the game. Watched oh, I actually right. watched the game with a Penn State alumnus who played for James Franklin. He must have been pissed. Yeah, he was quite upset. Yes, and he uh, he agreed. And uh, we'll come back to that. But yeah, uh, Maserati Marv went nuts on him. Um, I'm still not impressed with this Ohio State team. I don't think they're. They should be number three in the country. Um, it's essentially one guy and nobody else. Defense played well. Hmm. And this Penn State team, who they're not who we, we thought they were. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to say that they're not who we thought they were. We said that they had a really, really good defense. We never talked about their offense last week, I don't think. No. <laughs> I feel like, Breeze, you've, you've mentioned this offense several times on so, this show. So until I, they actually played somebody. So I mentioned the running backs, which the running backs have been very underwhelming. That's putting it lightly, man. Like, they have been so disappointing this season. That left tackle who was coming into the season getting top 10 pick projections, that is going down the toilet every Saturday. And then Drew Allar, Penn State, the, the words out of Penn State was that Drew Allar was supposed to come in and take that next step, right? He was supposed to be, you know, because they've had Sean Clifford, they had Trace McSorley, and they were limited, right? Those guys were limited what they could do. Drew Allar was supposed to be the, a step above those guys, and he is a step below. Yeah. So that was the story on, on Penn State in their offense, and that's what I have been talking about. But talking about Ohio State, I, th- I don't think we're giving the defense enough credit. I think we all came into the season expecting this to be one of the most electric offenses, me included. I think I think they still, from a talent perspective, have one of the better wide receiver groups in the room. I don't think Kyle McCord is all that great. But I said this a couple weeks ago. Yeah, no, I mean he was he had to prove it this year. We've never seen Kyle McCord as a starting quarterback at Ohio State. Um, but that receiving core is really really good. Their running backs have been banged up. Uh, Mayan Williams, I think, returned this week, and he had an okay game. He went for 62 yards. But that defense is that good, and that defense will keep them in almost any game they're playing. And Marvin Harrison, is a, he's a generational talent, man. Yeah, like, that is. kid is just nasty good. So, I mean, I'm not going to take anything off of them, right? And as far as resumes go, they've beat everybody they've played. They've beat what now two, if we care about rankings, and y'all know how I feel about rankings. Yeah. They've now beat two top ten teams. 
So Notre Dame and uh and Penn State. So you can't State. say that they haven't beat nobody because these are quote unquote somebodies. I guess it's the way you beat teams too in college football. And I, I don't think it's been convincing. The Notre Dame game came down to the final couple plays. This game was a one score game. So I don't think they've been impressive from like you look at Michigan and you see how Michigan is just dominating people. Like that Michigan State game, which we should we're not going to talk about because they just dominated that game. But that's a rivalry game, and it didn't even it wasn't even close. But they're they're in dogfight seemingly every week, and then some games they pull away in the third, or it comes down to the fourth quarter. So they're not showing me enough to be a top a top three team. But let me ask you this: aside from the two top ten teams that they've played, who else has hung with them for four quarters? For four quarters. Nobody, but you've seen um, you've seen Maryland. Uh, Maryland, Maryland, Maryland for three. Home, yeah, Maryland was right there with them for about and three quarters. I said for four because it's oh, a four for, quarter game, right? You know, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm so, saying. Like you know, I, and 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 I'm 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 gonna do what I what I always say that you guys do, right? When I'm bringing Florida State, you guys have said that Florida State I has not to played. Away from it. I know, yeah. but you guys have said that Florida State has not played a complete game, mm-hmm. and yet and still, what keeps happening? You keep pulling away from folks, right? I can't come back and be like, well. Well, they hung with you for three. It doesn't matter because it's a four quarter game. Right. So I can't. So same way you can't knock Florida State for that, or I don't knock Florida State for that because at some point talent disparity shows itself. But it's funny you bring up Florida State though. Like then you shouldn't jump Florida State if you you're pretty much doing the same thing. But you haven't played the in theory the caliber of teams that they played. You they beat two top ten. I'm going to continue to air quote. It would be it. one. You guys beat one. Who has the best offense in the country, by the way? No, they do not. LSU. No, the best offense in the country yes. since when? Did Statist- statistically, they they have the best offense in the country. Look when did they up. pass Washington? Because did I did I die? Now I know Washington had a look rough week. Look they it up. passed Washington. Yes, I'll look look, it up. I will look that up. Air quotes. They beat two top ten teams, and no other team can say they've done that. So it's hard for me to be like, well, drop them. Well, why? They beat everybody that's been in front of them. The teams that they should blow out, they've blown them out, even if it takes. I don't know, 50 minutes as opposed to 20 minutes to do it, they have done it. So I can't knock them for doing everything they're supposed to do. And if they beat two top 10 teams, then, yeah, they should be at three. Who's done more? Okay, uh, fair enough. And y'all know I hate the suck eyes. So it's not that I cap for this team. Y'all know I hate him, and I can't wait for him to lose. I was cheering for Penn State, let's be clear. We yeah. all were. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're giving points to that defense, and they won. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Penn State's uh, coach James Franklin. He's now one of nine, one and nine against Ohio State, three and six against Michigan, and three and sixteen against top ten teams. Question: Those top ten teams, how many of them were Michigan or Ohio State? Because I feel like we're doubling down on it, the Ohio it State. Could be, and Michigan. could be half of them. <laughs> I feel like it's it probably be. like eighty percent. But I'm saying of them. it's still a losing record against the teams that you're supposed to. You want to compete with. You go to Penn State to play against those teams, and you got to. Those are your marquee games, and he's not winning in those marquee games. Um, he's been there for how many seasons now? Seven. I was gonna say the same thing. Seven like seasons, that. and you haven't shown anything from a Big Ten championship to playoff, a major bowl game. You think it's time for them to move on from James James Franklin? This is part of uh, Chai's question, by the way. I, I feel like I feel like he's getting paid to be the third best team in that 
conference consistently. So you I, think he should just put out a good product because it's Penn State, but don't expect to win championships? Kind of. I mean, <laughs> isn't that the tradition of Penn State? I think, Breeze, you just asked that. Like, when's the last time Penn State actually won? Joe Pa? And I think it was like the 80s. So, None of us. But, so, so again, it was always just the standard of consistency with Penn State. They're always a, you know, a good, consistent team. They're going to pump out some NFL talent. You got some good linebackers, some running backs, yada, yada, yada. But when are they ever in the hunt? Right. They're going to get beat by Michigan. Or they're going to get beat by Ohio State. That's kind of what they – or what's going to be a good game. That was right. a snooze fest <laughs> on Saturday. But the score is like, oh, man, they hung in there. It was a one-score game coming into the fourth quarter. They hung in there. Shout out to Manny Diaz, by the way. I, and listen, and if, and if their quarterback was in cheeks, you might have had a shot. Right. But that's consistently who they are. So, again, I think uh, Bree said this a while ago. If you want to be a, a wide receiver, why are you going to Penn State? I'm going to Ohio State. Right. For yeah. what? Right? If I'm going to be a quarterback, maybe now I go to Michigan. Right. He's, they got the quarterback whisper. Why am I going to Penn State? Right. Unless you get some in-state talent that just wants to stay here and maybe build the brand up again or whatever, whatever. Cool, but you're not beating Ohio State or Michigan anytime soon. I just, I just don't think they have the. So nah, do we? So do that. we? Do we fire him or no? Fire him and go get who? It's always my question. Who else is going to guarantee you double digit mm-hmm. nine ten wins virtually nine to eleven wins virtually every year? Okay, so we're okay with putting out a good product and not embarrassing ourselves. I don't. I, again, I'm watching that and they hung in with the number three team in the but country. You, you're losing. You're you're still losing. As long as I'm not getting thrashed, if, if I'm competitive, then I think that I'm okay with him. Because maybe it just takes that one generational talent. We've seen it with with Cam Newton. Maybe get that one Cam Newton. That one guy, yeah, that's all it takes when, in college football. But when the guys, the guys in your conference are outplaying you on a year to year basis, sometimes administration don't want to wait for that. They, they're anxious to get to where Michigan is, to get to where uh, Ohio State is. I think Penn State should be happy they're in the position they're in, and it sounds, it's going to sound weird mm-hmm. because Come you know the they are from. consistently third, but. You went from a generational coach mm-hmm. into another coach who has held up consistency. That's really hard to do. Most programs can't do that. Yeah, Coming from a program that has been in the coaching carousel we'll for decades, it. you went from your winningest and Hall of Fame coach to another coach who is banking you double-digit wins. Was there a gap and, and in on, between? And, on, and honestly, a Wait, coach there had is, to be a gap. Who's, the, who's in between, Joe and – Franklin. I know there was a guy. I don't know who it was, but I mean, but, oh, but, O'Brien. Uh, the he went to the Texans, right? Oh, Bill, Bill, Bill O'Brien. Bill, he Bill was O'Brien. There. Yeah. Oh, okay. Was he? But, but but even still, the fact that Franklin has rebuilt that brand because that thing was tarnished for a while. Everything that their icon had built, the Sandusky was gone. Thing. Yeah, yeah. They had to bring that back, and now all of a sudden you see Penn State again. It's like, oh, okay, hey, forget about that. Look at this because yeah. we're winning again. We're Penn State again. Also, so, put, it yeah. in, put it in context, right? And I think we've, you've, we've probably always, all three of us have probably heard this theoretical question. Would you, would you choose perennial 10-win seasons or one championship for the rest of your life? Oh, uh, yeah, per, perennial 10-win uh, seasons. See what I'm saying? And that's where they're at. I'm a Cubs fan, so I'm taking that win. <laughs> That's for a, the rest of your life? But that's essentially where they are, right? You're always there, right? You're always very, very close to it. Or 
You get that one chip, and you know you're never going to get another one. I and can it, see that. I, you could only have one champion. Yeah. And to be fair, think about where college football is now going to where what if they do lose as number seven? Now they drop to maybe 10 or 11. Next year, you're still in the playoffs. Yeah. All right. So? And then with college, there's so many other games that are like the Rose Bowl. There's different bowl games that mean a lot. You know, oh, yeah. so. And they're always in those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> in, in the Rose Bowl like every other year. The other bowl. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, this uh, another part of the question. Uh, he asked about Lincoln Riley as well. Um, USC fell to Utah, thirty-four to thirty-two. Caleb didn't throw a touchdown. I'm about to say, uh, I, I felt like you were waiting on this all week. I have a, I have a thing to say about Caleb, but I'll wait. No, go ahead. I think he's overrated. Interesting. I I really That's... think he's overrated. Okay. Um. When when he plays against top level competition. And he has the weapons on the outside. He kind of, he, he he's kind of a shell of himself. He's he's a super talented guy, but I think he tries to do too much in those kind of games. And I think that his style of play may not work in the NFL. I think he's a really good quarterback. He'll still go number one, but I think the hype, I think the hype that he's getting from the nation and everybody, you know all these scouts and things like that, I think it's a little bit too much. He's a really good quarterback, but I don't think he's generational, which is okay. And we had the, we just had the discussion off air about um, your guy uh, from Buffalo. Josh Allen. Josh Allen. I think he could be a Josh Allen type of guy where he's got all the me- measurables. He'll be top five in the league, maybe top seven, but he's not Pat Mahomes. And I think they're they're looking at him as the next Pat Mahomes. Interesting. Very. Um, I'm. You want to? I mean, in all in all honesty, I'm. I'll be the first person. I, I think I've tried to make this argument with you guys before that you know, in the moment, in a vacuum, you know, you always look at you know the shiny new toy or or whatever. It, it, it's kind of. He is that shiny new toy. He was last year's Heisman winner. So it's hard to not look at him and say, oh, well, that guy's really good. I don't know what he's going to be in the league, right? Which is to my point where I said, yeah, the Bears can suck. Go ahead and draft Caleb. I don't know what he's going to be. He could be great. Be Ryan Leaf. He could be be Ryan Leaf or he could be Tom Brady. I really don't know. So in the moment, I still see him as a, a really good college quarterback. I think that he does try to do everything he can do because I think at the beginning of the season, I said that that's going to be USC's defense. Caleb has to go out there and score 40 a game because they're going to give up 41. I do think that he presses a lot. I I, I do. He tries to win every play. He has to because if he gives the ball back, who knows? Right. That literally is what happened in this game. I mean, I I know the – when you look at USC, you're going to – and they lose a game, you're going to look at Lincoln Riley, you're going to look at Caleb. Right. They still put up 32 points. It's not like they scored 10 points. And Caleb didn't throw a touchdown. He didn't throw a touchdown, but Zach Branch got a one-yard run-in that easily could have been a Caleb Williams throw on a slant or a Caleb Williams walking to the end zone. Uh, Caleb did score a running, so that would have been two touchdowns. And then Marshawn Lloyd hit for one. They had a punt return that went for a touchdown. So I think I, I agree with Pump. I think he, he realizes that he has to be Superman every week. Every single week he has to be Superman. Which is a lot. And, you know, there ain't no pity for him. I mean, this is what you sign up for, right? 
And he thinks he's that good, and he is that good. I do think he's a generational talent, and I look at when I say that, if you cut on the film, remove the end results of games, and you just watch the stuff he does, I think that stuff is generational. The arm angles, the velocity, his ability to throw on the move, I think that's the stuff that's generational. The results are different because it's a team sport at the end of the day. So I don't take the results into that. You know, when I look at him as a player, I think he is a generational talent. Now, whether he will go to a system that does well for him or if he goes to a city that embraces him or if they've got the talent around him because, again, you can't be Superman every week. Even Cam Newton ran out of gas at some point. Mm -hmm. I think that stuff will also determine how he does in the league. So I don't know what he'll be. But in terms of just him and his abilities, I think he is generational. And maybe I'm just annoyed because I'm on Twitter and every time he makes a, a throw, it's like the best throw ever. He's your, he's literally a Josh Allen. He's your Josh Allen. Yeah, it's, it, that could it's be it. I could just be over, overwhelmed by all the Caleb information on my feed. But I get it. That's just me. That's right. um, so they lost to Utah 34-32. to This is I, – I said it. They're going on a, a, a losing streak, and it's happening. Uh, Emmanuel Acho recently went out and said that Caleb <laughs> should consider sitting the rest of the season to just as a business uh, investment in, in himself to avoid injury. You're not going to win the Heisman, and obviously you're not going to win the national championship. How do you guys feel about that? Breeze, I actually want to hear from you specifically because you're the college football head on the show. Um, you're a college football purist, so – how do you feel about when somebody says that who doesn't really cover the game like that? He's just uh, he's a sports analyst, but he's not he's not a Josh Pate. He's not right. he doesn't love the game of college football like some of us do. You kind of just made my argument that that is my argument. And so for a guy like a like Acho, who just covers sports in general, and I don't know that he loves college football. I love the purity of college football, the pageantry. The, you know, guys, I love that they're getting paid. I loved it when they were just playing for the love of the game, right? Right. You know, and every play mattered. Every week mattered. I hate the expansion of the college football playoffs because now every week might not matter as much, right? Now it's like an NFL. You can drop a couple games. It's like, ah, we're still number 12. We'll still get in. I'm a, like, I I really, that's probably one of the best things you said about me, that a college football purist. I love what college football has always meant, and I think we're losing that. And you start having people say stuff like that, that is when you're losing elements of college football. Because there are players on that team, this is it for them. Right, yeah. And so now their their season goes in the toilet because all of a sudden Caleb can't win individual awards. That's garbage. That's not what sports are about. It's right. about the team, right? It's about the camaraderie and the brotherhood. How can you look those guys in the face when you're perfectly healthy and say, hey, y'all, I'm going to shut it down because I'm trying to. I'm worried about this check. Right. Bro, I don't care about your pockets. <laughs> Like, bro, mm-hmm. like all the hours we spent in the spring and the summer two-a-days, grinding, yeah. two-a-days, bro, when I could have been chilling and work, and really focusing on my degree and my actual future, and now you're going to shut this down and you're going to tank our season because you're worried about the draft? That right. is straight garbage, and I hate to hear people on national TV saying that stuff. And, I, yeah, I, I don't like that at all. And just simply as a competitor, uh, you, sh- you would – you would, like you said, you would play for free if you're a competitor. You just want to go out there and play football. Like you've been playing football all your life. I know it's it, at some point it's going to be about business and money, but at the same time, like you said, you made a commitment to those guys before the season. 
and now that it's not going your way, how does that look as a leader? So, yeah, man, I think it's irresponsible, especially for for someone with as as big of an influence as uh, Acho to kind of say something when he's not around the game like that. Couldn't agree more. Oh, and Lincoln, he hasn't won anything nope. at Oklahoma, at USC. Conference titles. He's won some conference titles. That don't that don't matter. <laughs> it don't matter. Is it is it is it is he just an offensive coordinator at this point? Um, oof. that's that's tough for me because I, I I feel the the best offensive coordinators out there find ways to. We always talk about, or you always talk about scheming people open. Yeah, right. You have a generational talent that can honestly fit the ball anywhere he wants it to go. You've got playmakers on offense to figure certain things out where it doesn't always have to be okay. Caleb, do it with your arm. Figure out a way to get some of these other guys. Or what's 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 the one guy that balled out at the beginning of the Zach year? Branch. Zach Branch. He just came back this week. He had a punt return for a touchdown. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so rushing. So find so find other ways to where okay maybe we get him the ball and Caleb doesn't have to do these things. It feels like eh, maybe you have this quarterback. You got this really really good guy and it makes you look a lot better. But it's not about the offense with him. It, 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 he doesn't care about defensive football. Well, then he's well. That's that's another thing. Well, maybe in this generation where you also see guys be the 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 CEO coach, right? Maybe he has to st- take a step back and be that guy. He's Jimbo. He he's a he's a play calling coach. That, well, that's he, I think well, that's scary. Back. That's that's not going to work anymore. I don't think. I think he needs somebody to step in and be like the director of football operations. Like, hey, bro, you want to yeah. be the head coach, and you just want to call plays? That's fine because you're great at calling. I think he's a great offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. I really do. He's a great play caller. But let us go make the defensive higher. Then, first of all, we got to get this guy Grinch up out of here, dude. He's hot trash. <laughs> um, you know, do do what uh, Texas and him essentially made Jimbo do. You got to hire, go hire an offensive coordinator. Right. They went out and hired an offensive coordinator. They still got problems, but like somebody's got to step in and do that stuff. But to me, as a college coach, it is one of the hardest jobs in the country. I don't think people appreciate how hard this job is. Mm-hmm. But apparently, he doesn't engage with like like uh, like staff. He doesn't go to like faculty events at times. Apparently, uh, he was quote unquote under the weather today, so he didn't do his weekly phone call after the game Saturday. He didn't make players available for interviews. To me, bro, it sounds like you don't want to be a college coach because all of that stuff is part of this job, and you can't just do it when things are going well. That's soft, and that's cowardice, and maybe that's why his teams are soft, and maybe that's why when they get punched in the mouth by legitimately hard nosed teams like what Georgia did to him. When he was at Oklahoma, what Bama did to him when he was at Oklahoma, maybe that's the problem, right? Maybe his teams are just mentally soft. Because playing defense is a lot of it is mental. It takes a certain mindset to want to do it. Because let's, let's be honest, a lot of that stuff is thankless. Yeah. Right? Linebacker filling the right gap and forcing the running back to bounce outside into the DN's arms who was containing, that's kind of thankless. You know, and only like the, the football, like, Nerds really care about that stuff And the scouts really care about that stuff A lot of the stuff those guys do on defense They don't get credit for We just watched Penn State and Ohio State Clamp each other on defense We said it was a snooze fest <laughs> So you have to have a certain mentality To want to do that every week And Snooze but you ha- so it was, it, was you, a, it was a good game though But Not watching Penn State's offense That's not glamorous 
Right? Let's be honest. Like, maybe if a corner who is just strapping a really a receiver or a DN, he's unblockable. But for the most part, that stuff isn't glamorous stuff. Right. So it takes a mentality to be instilled in a team to really play elite defense week to week. Yeah. And if your coach isn't demanding that and he isn't instilling that mindset, then they'll look like USC's defense. Hmm. And USC is a national brand, so I think someone will step in eventually, especially with the amount of money they're investing. Yeah. Or like the rumors, is he going to run to the NFL? Yeah, I'm going to say, and, and I guess in, in a weird way to Chad's point, he's he'll be the first one out before, um, Franklin. before Franklin's yeah. out. Because USC is – they know what they've had before. Like yeah. Miami. Yeah. So it's like, if you, this ain't working, man, this is L.A. You're out of here, bro. just like Miami. And the boosters showed up and, and, and spent some bread. I'm with you. All right. Speaking of Miami, they got a dub against Dabo and the Clemson Tigers. 28 to 20 in overtime. Breeze, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give this over to you. Um, is this a is this a marquee win for uh, Crystal Ball, or or just a, a, a I wouldn't I don't want to say casual win, but a, a win in the right direction for this program. I was gonna say what's in between like marquee and casual, whatever is in between that. It's probably what Pro, I would a go program with. a program building win. I think that's a good way to put it. It's a program building win. Especially considering the circumstances, you're without your starting quarterback. You play a true freshman at quarterback. Um, you're playing against Clemson, who statistically is a top five, top ten defense in the country, right? Clemson's not Clemson, right? But they're still Clemson, if that makes any sense, right? They're not winning to the way Clemson is used to winning, but they still have the talent that Clemson has. I mean, I think the two four seven composite, they were top five. Maybe number five in the country as far as just like blue chip players. And, and especially on defense still. Especially on defense, right? Several yeah. guys on that defense will get drafted. Nate Wiggins will probably be a first rounder. Those linebackers, I think, are. Trotter you know, and. Uh, Trotter and Bear, Bear Carter. Carter. Yeah. You know, both of them are NFL linebackers. The D-line, that's that's the position they've recruited better than anything else, that D-line. Um, so I think getting a win like that, yeah, I think it does a lot for the program. It does a lot for Mario to kind of quiet some of the chatter right you know the georgia tech stuff they did they still were talking about that pregame right that's not going to go away so but winning a game like this it kind of gets the taste out of the mouth a little bit and then last week drake may goes off on you in the third quarter um so you know getting this win i think is is good for the program's direction and I, and I like the way they did it you lean on the defense the defense showed up really really well you got some takeaways you held clemson to 20 points um and then, really, on offense, you dominated them in the trenches. That offensive line was dominant. I can't, I can't remember the last time I've been able to say that about a Miami offensive line since maybe, like, 2015-ish. Um, we had, like, like, three guys that ended up going to the league in that 2015 team, and that offense scored a lot of points. We had a drive. The third, we got the ball back with about two minutes left in the third quarter. We went on a nine-minute drive. Against a Clemson defense. Mm. Last year, they overwhelmed us in the trenches. Bullied us up and down the field, both sides of the line. And so being able to do that, I think, shows it says a lot for Mario to be able to go out and sell the direction. Because that's what Mario wants to do. Right. He wants to be able to, if the receivers ain't clicking or the quarterback's shaky, we're just going to pound it right at you. Right. And we're going to build it from the inside out. Offensive line, we're going to invest in that. We're going to recruit that heavy. We're going to develop it like crazy. Same thing on the D-line. Reuben Bain, true freshman, goes off. Nuts. He, you know, balls out. So 
I think this is exactly the way Mario wants to win. Obviously, he'd much rather, I'm sure, win comfortably and big and not have to go to double overtime. I think it's a really, really good good win for him and, and something he can go sell because I said it last week. This season about is about showing progression and being able to do that against a Clemson shows that the program is moving in the right way. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought it was interesting that they came out there with a true freshman quarterback and you just assume, at least I would say, oh, true freshman, they're, they're just going to probably run the ball a lot. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure Clemson knew, well, they – Got a true freshman quarterback. They're going to run the ball a lot. And they they said, yeah, and we're going to do it for 200 yards, which Clemson don't give up 200 yards. They just don't. They held us to, like, 20-something. Yeah, we We, we we just gave up. We couldn't run (laughs) against Clemson. But you also could throw it very well. I I, I get that. But but my my point is, even still, 22 yards, right? And we have elite running backs. Right. You guys didn't have a quarterback, essentially. And he said, yeah, we're going to run the ball. And they did that. That was a very impressive win to me to watch. Yeah, I agree. I agree. In trenches, that's that's what it was all about. Um, 38 carries, 211 yards for Miami. 34 carries, 31 yards for Clemson. So you guys control the trenches. Uh, five sacks, 10 tackles for loss. You mentioned Ruben Bain. He's a he, he should be a freshman All-American. He should go to the league now. He's built. He just he just built different. <laughs> he's a man, bro. This is I, it's so weird to say, and I, I almost don't want to say it, bro. His base is so big, like his his thighs are like tree trunks. It's kind of weird, and I know it. Pause. He <laughs> is, bro. Like his lower half is so lower. Man wins. Big man, like he's and he's only like six three. He's not even that. He's probably like six two and a half. He's girthy, huh? <laughs> You had, I was trying to not make it weird, and you were like, let me go out of my way to make sure Is that, what you that said, I make Reese? it weird. I, I did not say no. that. That's not what I said. No, it's not. <laughs> not around my niggas, you can't. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, man, that. Good win for that, Canes. Yeah. The trenches is uh, Mario's identity. And. Mm-hmm. I think recruits are starting to take notice, and they're coming in. Um, you guys are top ten in recruiting now. Yep, we're at number ten. So yeah, man, this is a program building win, and he said it so humbly too. Yep. I mean, recruiting has actually been disappointing, but you'll get there. Uh, <laughs> I mean, hopefully. Question before we move on from this game: Should Dabo be fired? The boards are going crazy oh, in yeah. uh, South Carolina. Is he at the point where he should be fired? Because it seems like every year it just goes further downhill. And it doesn't seem like he's bringing the nose up on this ship. He, he called out his quarterback in the press, in the press conference. He said that last play should have been a, a give to the running back, and he decided to uh, pull it and did, it, did his own thing. And he went on to say, when guys in the program don't go by, you know, the, the system – Things go left, something to that nature. Um, but I, I think that's uncharacteristic of a head coach to call out essentially the leader of your offense, the quarterback, you know, to the public. And I think that's just the frustration that's building up with Dabo. Like he doesn't have nowhere else to turn or point, even though he's part of the problem. And he is I a think, problem. yeah, and I think he's just stuck in his old ways. You don't want to explore the transfer portal. You know, you don't want to. You see where college football is going, but you're staying over here. 
and I think it's going to bite him in the butt, and that could be him getting fired. Do you think we're at that point? He's gotten away with it so, for so long because he's been winning. Yeah. Like, winning yeah. cures all, right? And then all of a sudden, when you start to get exposed, and all of a sudden, your also your personality gets exposed. You get backed into a corner. Yeah, well, and, and again, we've always known that Dabo's a dick. I don't think that's ever been up for debate. No. He's, he's been that way ever since he's been at Clemson. Yeah. But you're winning, and you have generational quarterbacks. Yeah. So... That masks a lot of stuff. Right. And all of a sudden, once that's wiped away and we see who you really are, can you really, really, really coach and make sure this program stays on that level? Mm, now, all of a sudden, that error and that mystique starts to go away. You might be the next thing that goes away. Yeah. They I, might. I'm cool with him getting fired, by the way. I'm they might. Oh, he's a heel. I think they, they might fire him, but I'm going to say the same thing I said about him as Penn State. What is Clemson football before Dabo? Mm. Clemson, uh, used Tommy to, Bowden used to, used to schedule Clemson for your homecoming games. Yeah, so they're they should a be competitive team, but not what they are. Yeah. They should be happy well, they've gotten what they've gotten. I think Clemson fans now think they're the Bamas of the world. Where they're they're entitled now, so they mm-hmm. people forget where they come from. Sometimes I think that's a lot of Clemson uh, Clemson fans. You can find out yeah. real quick, man. Trust me, because I we felt that way. Where you know at those. Ladder ends where Bobby wasn't winning. The logo is bigger than any one person. We had, but we had Jimbo Fisher at least waiting. Yeah, they we, had Brett Venables, and now he's gone. He held it at bay that's for that's a minute. A he held it at bay, yeah, right? He held it at bay. Won a natty, cool. But if 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 Brett was still there, okay, maybe, maybe. But what's to your point when you're asking about when you get rid of um, Lincoln Riley or Franklin? Well, who, who are you gonna go get? Right, right. And they should be happy they got them two natties. Clemson is not a football program. Well, until Dabo came along and built it to that, they were never that. So yeah, not a, yeah, not a huge. No, yeah. I mean they're, they're not a staple. No, they, no, they had a, they had a good time back in what 1980 was the last time they won one or something before. Maybe yeah, when the, I, when I the, don't know. Like the fridge was there. I mean, Clemson football is like Colorado football. Like they won one in the nineties, but it's like oh, they uh, did. Was that Cordell Stewart? Yeah, it was Cordell Stewart. Slash. They had a, two wide receivers that went bonkers. But that's that's Clemson football. Like yeah. you're not a a blue blood. You're not a. But Dabo got you to that level yeah. and made you feel like you right. were that. And then if he can't sustain it, the clock can strike twelve. And you turn back into a pumpkin real mm-hmm. quick. Honeymoon's over. It it can happen. So but so you're firing him. Uh no. Because right. I'm, I'm gonna get who. I'm firing off GP. Get him out of here Hey listen If he's gonna continue To be like this And it's gonna continue To make them a bad program Keep him We gotta I, go up there Next year I seen on their <laughs> messenger, messenger board uh, Mike Elko From uh, Duke I don't want that to happen Cause I think Elko's good I would, I'm hoping Michigan State Comes calling I'm okay with that Yeah get him out of the ACC I'm Yeah cool let him that. Let him go to Michigan State And muck it up up there I'm cool with that too And speaking be the third of, best team Speaking of Duke And Mike Elko <laughs> They came into the dope and kind of scared. What's that uh, pinky meme? <laughs> Who else scared? I am <laughs> Be scared for a minute. They scared Florida State for about three quarters, and Florida State ended up coming back, winning thirty-eight to twenty. Um, there's a a lot to take away from this game, but I want to address the haters out there for a second because I see on Twitter that there was a lot of people saying. If it wasn't for Riley Leonard getting hurt, this game would have been different. Florida State would have probably lost this game if Riley Leonard played. 
or played the entire game. First of all, shout out to the kid for giving it the effort. He he was playing on one leg essentially to yeah. begin with, so it was, he wasn't healthy anyways. But while he was playing, he went seven of 16, 69 yards and one t- uh, one interception. He didn't account for any touchdowns. Uh, they 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 had a great game plan. They came in and just ran the ball down our throats. Mm-hmm. We couldn't stop them. There was a lot of holding, but. We talked about it. It's the ACC refs. Mm-hmm. They had a great game plan to, to kind of control the ground and run the ball and, you know, eat up clock. But for people to say if Riley Leonard was in there, it would have been a different kind of game. I don't I'm, I don't agree with that. I think we just found ways to win. It, Keon didn't have a good game. He had two catches. Johnny was out the game. We couldn't get a running game to to sustain us. Jordan didn't want to run. Jordan didn't want to run. <laughs> but it mattered. Yeah. I think Florida State, at this point in the season, there's a different way to win games with this team. It, yeah, no, I, I I agree with that. Again, I, I look at that and, you know, people who are, you know, feeling that if Riley Leonard was there, Duke's offense scored 13 points. Defense scored a touchdown. Defense scored a touchdown. <laughs> Things were happening in that game that were the 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 recipe for an upset, mm-hmm. right? So they they get the defensive touchdown. Um, uh, Norvell makes, in my mind, at least one bonehead uh, call to go for it on fourth down in your own. T- Why he's got to stop that? So that's 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 just giving away three points. Mm-hmm. So you gave away three points right there. If we punt that ball away. Who's to say the defense doesn't get a three and out, and all of a sudden those three points off the board? Now all of a sudden that offense only scores ten points. They were getting they, they were doing what they want to do in the trenches, but at some point it started to wear down. To me, I feel like they have really good talent up front. Duke does yeah. on both sides of the ball. That offensive line is actually really good. Yeah. Um their defensive line is they got this not it's not your your, your, your daddy's Duke team. <laughs> their secondary is good, right? Yeah. So at that point, again, talent ended up winning out at the end. That game was closer than I wanted to be, and I kept the, the whole time. I ain't gonna lie to you. I kept thinking about Breeze, and I'm like, "This fool's over here. Why are we even talking about this game? This is not gonna even be close." I'm like, All right. Duke is actually good. Are they really better good. than Florida State? No, it's not what I said. <laughs> but again, the things that were happening in that game were like, "Oh man, this is the recipe for disaster. It's happening." So, Duke Duke is a a, a frustrating team to play. But the reason why I didn't think this would be a game is because, like I said before, at some point the talent disparity will show itself. And I think that happened. right? For the people who are saying, oh, if Riley Leonard finished the game, well, if my uncle could have kids, he'd be my auntie. True. So Shout out Braden Fisk, MVP. So, you know, I mean, who knows what would have happened, right? Maybe Florida State's offense still just starts clicking and they just start dominating. You don't know. So we can't say, well, if this happened. If it came down to one play, maybe. Right. You can't say that with a quarter plus of football left to go and say, well, if he doesn't get hurt, they don't win. Because here's the other thing. I think people are looking at Duke and they're saying, okay, Duke is winning games. And obviously you look at Riley Leonard. This kind of is who who Riley Leonard is. He's not that good of a thrower. He's not (laughs) slinging the pill around. He's not. So this idea that, you know, Riley Leonard is going to come up here and carve somebody up with his legs maybe. But he's not throwing the football around the field like that. So, you know, I, I didn't. I wasn't I did not think that Duke was going to be able to win that game and I'm not surprised that you know yeah it took three quarters because they are a sound team mm-hmm. they really don't beat themselves they're strong in the trenches they want to win games the old-fashioned way yeah. but eventually 
most times the talent disparity will start to show itself. And I think that's what happened in this game, which you guys have done to multiple teams now. So I'm not surprised it went that way. Um, and I'm looking at it. I mean, we were in the stadium and they show like the ticker, they show all the other like games. I'm like, oh, Duke's still in it. Okay. Call me back when there's five minutes left. Yeah. It was a competitive game for uh, three quarters, but you could see the fatigue start to kick in for Duke. Um, they have good first level player, but now no doubt. Mike has built up a team where you got first level, third level guys now, Se- second level guys now that could step in and, and spell a uh, Jared Verse. Those guys coming yeah. in on special teams. Yeah. Shout out, Shout out to Lakewood. Shout out to Deuce. Oh, Deuce. Deuce finally got him one. And I think the backbreaker was that 97 yard drive. Um, mm-hmm. After we stopped them on the fourth down, they should have just took the three points. Yep. We stopped them um, inside our own end on, on fourth and three. Then we ended up stopping them again, and then we went on a 97-yard drive, and I think that just took the wind out, and then we got two garbage-minute touchdowns. And to me, just like to finish it off, like that drive is sometimes what makes me happy and also frustrates me. Like we could do it. (laughs) No, specifically with Jordan Travis. It seems like when it matters, Jordan says, you know what? They really can't stop us if I use my legs as a weapon. Yeah, that pisses me off. Right? Like, he only yeah. seems to do it when, okay, I, I actually need to take over this game. And that drive, he did everything on that ga- on, on that drive. Yeah. Right? And it's like, when you make yourself a, a, a threat, yeah. what are you going to do with Florida State? Get it to my tight ends. Get it to my big wide receivers. I got a home run threat here. I got three good running backs. And if I decide to just run it, and now all of a sudden, what are you going to do? You can't blitz. You it, what, what do you want to do? Pick your poison. And it seems like he has to wait until the third or fourth quarter to do that consistently. Is he trying to protect himself or something? I he, think that's maybe, part of it. Yeah. Trying to just make sure he stays healthy for the whole season? Maybe, but it's like, just you know what? You can protect yourself if you just do that in the first quarter and get the hell out of here in the third like you did against yeah, Southern Mississippi. Slide. Protect yourself by yeah. sliding. When, and stop when slide, George, and also stop sliding when the, the defense is 10 yards away, Jordan. When Jordan Travis <laughs> run, good things happen. That's true. all. Yeah, true so. indeed. Part of college football. Yeah. All right. Um, anything else on college football before we uh, get out of here? It's almost over and I love it. I, I, I'm going to miss it so much when it's uh, over. Only other thing is I'll tell you about Bama. I'm not worried about you. it. I'm not, I'm not worried about it. I told Bama. you. I mean, that's that's fine. Don't be worried. What specifically about Bama? They're probably going to win out. Oh, okay. I mean, <laughs> do they play LSU? That's the they still got to play LSU. They'll lose. Okay. Uh, not no. okay. <laughs> that okay. LSU defense will make Jalen Milrow look like a. Do you a, see a, Bama? A, what did I say? Do we you see Bama scoring forty points. What did I say? We three, that they won't have to against that LSU team. Remember this conversation. Okay. Remember, remember, I told you they, week three that they weren't going. They probably weren't lose another game. They'll, they'll, have, they'll have to at least score thirty points to win. And, and is that that hard against with this LSU? Bama team? It is against LSU because. That LSU okay. defense ain't good this week. And, and Bama didn't put up thirteen against USF. Let's going back to that one game. I'm saying okay, when they let, did not have their starting quarterback. Let's look at their schedule then. What other? You look games? at the schedule because they put up thirty four against Tennessee. Uh, sure, they put up twenty four against Arkansas. Okay. Uh, twenty six against Texas A and M. What year? What game was that that, that Milro didn't start? USF, which is what everybody keeps game? going back to. We're ignoring all the other on wins. Thirty points. Okay, which again, but they have scored. They've shown the ability to put up thirty plus points. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think that LSU don't game get in is a shootout with LSU. Yeah, don't I don't think they shootout. will. That defense will not 
Bro, that defense is good, man. That defense is, and it's getting better. Like to me, it's going to be interesting because to me, LSU's defense is garbage. But I think that they're extremely talented they on got offense. Three good receivers. Do. I don't see three do. good corners on. Yeah, Alabama. Bama's, Bama's defense is good. Kool-Aid I don't think their offense good. is that great. Okay, I really right. don't. Hey, just, it wouldn't shock me if they lost that game in a close one. No, and listen, if Bama loses that game, I won't be floored. But mm-hmm. I very well can make an argument of why they will win and win out. Bro, Bama maybe not be the dominant force, the unstoppable force that we're used to them being. We always say they still have tons of talent. They're still a great team. All right. uh, In other news. They ain't Clemson. Let's say that. North Carolina got upset by Virginia. Shout out to Calandria Lakewood. He didn't play. He didn't play? No, he's been benched. They're playing. Oh, uh, they benched him. Is it Musket? Why? Because he's out there just slanging that pill and Man, turning over like crazy. Man, slaying that thing, man. Uh, North Carolina won their Super Bowl last week. And that's what happened. Uh, Miami is their Super Bowl. I don't. I don't know why they hate us so much, bro. <laughs> we are Miami. their Super Bowl. I guess I don't know what we ever did to North Carolina, there but was, okay. There was another shocker. Uh, yeah, there was another upset. It was um, a close near upset. Oklahoma and uh, UCF. oh, and UCF that came down to the wire. And Washington only scored fifteen points against Arizona State. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was that was close. <laughs> Just funny note. Dillingham said that he put an open invite out to any student on the campus who is 330 pounds or that. better yeah, I seen that. because they can't field a field goal kicking unit. He said, <laughs> look, if you are 330 plus, contact me. Hey Amen. Look, this is, is this, the scores and the things that we've been talking about, honestly, over the past seven, eight weeks is why when you ask that question, the only one team that looks like they are just flat out Michigan. dominant. Right, even even the teams that yeah they're supposed to beat Washington was supposed to win that game handily in yeah. my opinion, but they didn't, and they just breeze. I know getting kids up every every week cool. Only the one team in the country has done that consistently, and it's Michigan. No, you are right. Oh, That's and the, Texas almost lost to Houston. They only beat Houston by one touchdown. But which when you were I watched that now. game, they, they cheated. They cheated Houston. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, it was controversial then. Yeah, and now they're without Quinn Ewers. He's I do like the at least back, yeah. a few weeks. Malik oh, Murphy. Well, you yeah, said you, you said, said good quarterback room. Three though. good quarterbacks. You don't see. Apparently, mm-hmm. they're splitting snaps this week. Him and Arch. So mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they'll probably start Malik next week. They should. But it's we, gonna be interesting. All right, that's it for our that's college it. football. Um, any interesting game we're looking forward to next week? That's all I'm about. I see Utah, Oregon. Job. That's that's about it. You got Utah, Oregon. There's some other games. You just got to dig a little bit deeper. Watch out for Florida against Georgia. There's some other games without out there. your boy at tight end. You got to dig a little deeper. That's some games though. I know you're gonna pull something out the hat. Come on, man. You know me. Right. You know me. I've already got my games listed out. Of course he I'm does. Ready to go. I'm pretty we, sure we gotta some find action. you a nickname for that because uh, you Cocktober Breeze. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, if that's it, man. Cocktober's done. They lost. They got drubbed by Missouri. We still in October? Nah, bro. They got it's drubbed. Cocktober is supposed to be when they. So part of where it comes from is that like they. A couple of years, they like went on like a run in October. Like they just like for whatever reason. Like last year, it happened. Like they just like flipped the switch in October. And like remember they started like balling. Yeah, they they start beating a bunch of random teams. They beat Tennessee and they beat Florida. And it was like oh snap! But they've done it like before as well. And they call it October. Keep it no game (laughs) cocks. Keep it. Hey man, yeah, October is dead, bro. They're getting waxed. Okay. Uh, nothing. So nothing. All right, that's it for uh, college football. Shout out to Cocktober. It's almost over. Shout out to the Lakers. Go Lakes. NBA's back tomorrow. Oh, you beat the Lightning this week. We are struggling without Vazzy. 
We gotta score five when goals is, a game, man. When is he coming back? He's out for a couple months. So we are we are digging a little hole. I seen the number one draft pick got his first goal. Uh at home. That was his first goal at home. He had already oh, been there. Oh, he had scored. Week two, uh, game two. He scored his first mm-hmm. one. He's fun to watch. Blackhawks are still trash, but he's fun to watch. <laughs> no, we knew that would be good. Yeah, I mean, I'm cool with it. Building right. for the future. There you go. It's been another week of the Somebody Say a Podcast, sponsored by Lipton Tea. <laughs> <laughs> Where they, it'll, it'll knock out a headache. It picks cures, you up right. It cures cancer, man. That cures might be cancer. the title. <laughs> it should be. Get you some Lipton. Get, Get out of here, Lipton. Bro. That's all you need. Get out of Shout here. Shout out to... Uh, Miss Peanut Miss Peanuts Red Lady And Windows the Wall I'm your host Unk Man on my right Is Pump Yes sir Mr. Two Bite Breeze Pac-12 Breeze Cocktober Breeze To my left He's out (laughs) We're just normal men